Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Beluga Bets podcast. It is Friday, November 17th, 2023. It's actually, well, yeah, it is technically Friday. It's Thursday night, but it's Friday. I'm recording this late. Uh, lots of work and things to be done, making some TikToks, some content. You know how we do. But um, yeah, as always, we're going to dive right into it after we talk about our sponsor, Buffalo Sports Emporium, for all your sports memorabilia needs. Hit them up, do the thing, do the thing if you need to. Christmas season, busy season coming up, so maybe you want to go get a gift for someone. Hit up, hit them up on eBay, hit them up on the website, get it cooking. Go, go, go do it. Go buy someone something nice. Anyway, folks, let's get into the last week's recap real quick, right off the bat. Uh, we went one and three, kind of sucked, but we hit our lock freaking easily, the Niners. That was great. That was awesome. Just a, a game that I had the utmost confidence in, and it just paid off, which always feels good. It's just like when you have those games where you're really confident, you're like, I know what's going to happen, and it doesn't happen, that's concerning. When it happens, you're like, oh, shit, I guess I maybe I'm actually good at this sometimes. And then you go on three on your other picks, and you're like, nope, maybe I'm not. Um, had to suffer through the Patriots missing a short field goal to not cover in Germany or wherever the fuck that game was played. Excuse my excuse my German. Um, and then I had to suffer through a few other bad beats too. We had to watch the Jets play, which is always painful. Uh, they stunk it up for the second week in a row in prime time. I don't know why we can't just flex them out of every prime time game they have. I do not want to watch the Jets anymore. <sighs> anyway, um, and then we also had a pretty bad beat with the Seahawks who were covering late and then gave up a touchdown with a minute left because Washington, of course, loves to score meaningless touchdowns late in games to screw up my bets. But um, regardless of that, we're going to move on. It's okay. We did well. We hit our lock. We hit some other games. I hit my bets. I actually did really well gambling this weekend, guys. So kind of a dick move to say that after going one and three, but it is what it is. You know, life's not fair. Sorry, folks. Just kidding. You know, I love you guys. Um, Anyway, let's hop right into the slate this week. I am pretty gassed, so we're going to get right into it. We missed Thursday Night Football. I think I probably would have went with the Ravens uh, minus the four. Uh, The Bengals are officially cooked now. After kind of seeing that game, I did not watch, um, but I kept up with it. Joe Burrow's hurt. He's got a wrist injury. It looks like he had a wrist injury coming into the game, which could be news now because they didn't have him on the injury report, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, The Ravens lose Mark Andrews for the season. Massive, massive, massive blow. The most important player on their offense besides for Lamar Jackson, obviously, and the receivers for Lamar have never been reliable. So are they a Super Bowl team anymore? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's They're still a really good team. They still have a really good defense, and they have Lamar Jackson, who, when he's healthy, is freaking Superman. But, man, no Mark Andrews could mean, you know, a, another playoff kind of failure for the Ravens. We'll see what happens, though. I'm not going to entirely count them out just because of the talent they do have in other places. And, you know, maybe Isaiah likely learns how to play football a little more when it's not the preseason. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, Ravens spanked the Bengals. Not a game I would have put on my card anyway, so no no harm, no foul in terms of missing that one. Probably in our first game of the 1 o'clock window on Sunday. No London game this week or Germany game this week, which, thank God, by the way, because anyone who doesn't live on the East Coast, like, I'm not getting up at 6.30 or 7.30 to watch football. Like, I'm sorry. Like, why why would you ever do that? And, like, why aren't they playing those games at a better time for us? Like, there's no way. They're, they're playing them, like, in the middle of the day in London. Why not make it a primetime game in London so it fits right in with all the other fucking games? Like, London's, I think, a a five-hour time difference from from the East Coast. Like, can we not just have an 8 p.m. game or, like, a 
you know, if you want to make it line up with the 1 o'clock window, a 6 p.m. game, that would work perfectly fine. If it's in Germany or France, an hour away, 7 p.m. game there, that, that works for their fans. I think they stay up late. Like, Europeans go to EDM raves and shit. They, they, they love electronic music. They stay up all night drinking and freaking smoking darts. Like, they can wait till 7 p.m. to watch American football. Why are we putting it in the middle of their day? What is the, what is the logic behind that? Okay. Anyway, we're done with that. Um, Raiders at the Dolphins. Dolphins are minus 13. Oof, that's a big number. Um, against a Raiders team that's 5-5. Five and five. So this is a pretty insane kind of matchup because I think the Dolphins are 6-3. and three, And so they're a game and a half better than the Raiders. And they are favored by 13 points at home. But still, I mean, that's absurd. Um, and I don't even hate it. I'll lean towards the Dolphins in this one. I don't think I'm going to put it on the card just because I don't like big favorites. But... The Dolphins are due. They get A-Chain back. That offense is going to be humming. The Raiders are bad. The Raiders are not good. They're due for a loss, but I wish the spot just wasn't as big as it is here. This is just too big of a spread for me to really want to put on my card, which is the problem. So I don't want to do it. I'm going to pass. Um, moving on. Steelers at the Browns. This game obviously changed drastically in terms of spread and approach. When Deshaun Watson went down for the season, just made a video about Deshaun Watson. Um, I do think that's the worst trade in NFL history, if anyone is wondering or if you're debating that at your office with people. I'm going to give you three quick reasons. Number one, let's talk about what they gave up. Three first-round picks and a record-breaking contract. It's not like they traded for a guy that they didn't need to extend. They immediately had to extend him and gave him $240 million guaranteed. That's insane for a guy who hadn't played in like two years. Even with the way he played in Houston. I was a fan of his in Houston, his play. His play. Not what he did on the massage tables, but his play. But still, they, they broke the quarterback market. Like, you had now have to give your guys so much guaranteed money because of what the Houston, not the Houston Texans, because of what the Cleveland Browns did. And that's pathetic. That's pathetic, first of all. So there's the draft picks and the contract. That's number one. Number two, let's talk about what if what if Deshaun Watson came in and was MVP? What if the Browns win the two, two, three Super Bowls with him? It, it's not fun to root for someone like that. Like, it's not fun to have your quarterback, the face of your franchise, be someone who is an active criminal, who is facing dozens and dozens of civil charges and civil lawsuits. That's not fun. You don't want to root for that guy. I don't need my guy to be a perfect role model. Not every quarterback can be Jalen Hurts and be dating a, a lawyer and just be constantly giving us Bible quotes. I, I understand that. I want a little edge to my quarterback, as a matter of fact. Jalen Hurts... Being my quarterback and being so mature bugs me. It bugs me. It's not entertaining. So what I'm trying to say is, even if Deshaun Watson was perfect and he was great, the Browns sold their soul when they made that move. They didn't make watching football or rooting for their team fun. They took that out of it because of how much of a slime ball and a scumbag the guy they chose to base their franchise around is. And that's pathetic. Third of all, the way he's played. I mean, I don't know how it took us this long to talk about it. He's 14 touchdowns and nine interceptions since joining the Browns. Has a good record this year because the defense has carried him. But he obviously just is not the player he once was. Still has never been. He's inconsistent. He's inaccurate at times. He, he makes mistakes. It's, it's not a pretty sight. I mean, he's not that much of a runner. He prefers to just sit back there and throw, and he's not really that good at it. So, yeah, that's my Deshaun Watson rant. 
at the end of the day, this all goes into my pick, actually, for this game that I'm not going to put on my card, but I am leaning towards, which is the Browns, minus 1.5. I don't want them to win. I want the Steelers to keep winning and get in the playoffs for our future bets, which are not looking good for the most part. The futures, you know, could be helped by Steelers making the playoffs at underdog odds. So we'll see. But um, I can't get behind them in this game. I can't. They. I don't know how Kenny Pickett's going to score on that Browns defense. And uh, once again, as I just mentioned, I don't think whoever's playing, whether it's P.J. Walker or DTR is a massive downgrade from Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, just not a very good quarterback right now. That total is 33, which is honestly totally fair. It's like an Iowa football total, and it should be. Moving on to our next game. This is one I actually I, I kind of like. I'm not sure if it's going to go on the card or not. Um, it's the Arizona Cardinals visiting the Houston Texans. So the Cardinals are plus five, which I can't believe I'm saying this, but I really do like the Cardinals in this one. I like what I saw from them last week. I didn't have them on the card, but I did end up putting money on them. They played a nice game against the Falcons. They came back in the end. Kyler Murray ran around, showed some heart, showed some passion, set them up for that game-winning field goal, which they nailed. Um, they get James Conner back as well last week, which is awesome for their offense. They have a few weapons. Like It's, it's not completely devoid of talent over there. They've got Paris Johnson on the offensive line, figuring it out on the fly. They've got a good – this is the biggest difference, I think, for the Cardinals this year. They have just better coaching. Like, I'm not a big fan of Jonathan Gannon. I think he's mostly a dork. I don't know how long he'll be there. He's a pretty good defensive coordinator. I know that. I know he can limit a bad quarterback. C.J. Stroud's not bad, so he could have a challenge this week. But I think also that their offensive coordinator is awesome. Like, that's the guy – this is the guy who made Josh Dobbs, you know, who he is right now. This is the guy who, who was able to do that. And Kyler's first game back, it's like he's not he didn't miss a beat. Cliff Kingsbury's offense, it was pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball down the field. Didn't really work at the end of his tenure. Um, so, yeah, I really like the Cardinals coaching. I like the way they played last week. I think they can build off it. I think Kyler looks good. I'm not the hugest Kyler fan, but I'm willing to roll the dice with him in this situation. And I think the Texans are just due for a fallback performance. I think they've rattled off two big wins in a row, um, one being against... You know, Cincinnati last week, which was really impressive on the road, down the stretch, making plays. C.J. Straub, two weeks in a row doing that. The one before that being against the Bucks. I think it's time the Texans pull back. This is a franchise that's not quite ready to have that strong season where they just win every game they're supposed to win. Franchises don't do that. You know, very few teams are able to do that. Even the Chiefs, you know, drop a game to the Colts or drop a game to the Broncos here and there. Even the Eagles lose to Zach Wilson. Like, Teams don't win all the games they're supposed to. I think this is a game the Texans are supposed to win. I think they're a young, growing franchise. I think they're going to be going to be great with C.J. Stroud one day and D'Amico Ryans. This just feels like a loss. Um, I'll take the Cardinals plus five. I think they win the game. I think I'm going to put that on the card. Okay, moving on to the next game. We have the Tennessee Titans visiting Jacksonville to take on the Jags. The Titans are plus seven here. I'm going to say it flat out. I don't want to bet on this game. I don't really want to watch this game. I haven't watched much Jags football this year. Still don't plan on it. I, I can't remember if they've really even been in primetime. I think they have once. I don't I don't recall, which is weird. Like, I don't know why we have to watch, like, the Jets and the Steelers, but we can't watch the Jaguars, who are actually, like, a fun team for the most part. Um, but, yeah, if I had to lean one way in this game, I'll lean towards the Titans. I think the Jags are still in a bit of a funk. I still think they have a pretty weak roster outside of the receiving core and Trevor Lawrence. So I'll take the Titans to cover with the plus seven. Vrabel's a great underdog coach. I think they're due for a pretty good performance. Levis doesn't look bad. We'll see. That's not going on the card, though. Next game, the New York Giants visiting the Washington Commanders. Just an absolute, you know, spectacle matchup. Flex this thing to primetime, please. 
Uh, Tommy DeVito versus Sam Howell. I just disrespected Sam Howell by even saying him anywhere near the words Tommy DeVito. But that is the quarterback matchup. Um, this is an eight and a half point spread. I don't know if I mentioned that. Washington's at home. Uh, I like the Giants here for absolutely no reason. Uh, I just think everyone's going to think, wow, Tommy DeVito stinks so bad. You know, Washington's due for a win. Let's bet Washington. Washington really struggles against New York, which is which is strange because it's it's the Giants. But that's just a matter of fact. They do. So I'm not sure really what to expect in this one, but I I just think that the the Giants will find a way to play pretty good defense against Howell as they did last time, even though better teams can't. I don't know. This is a total gut pick. I don't know if I'm going to put this on the card, guys. Giants plus eight and a half. Doesn't really make sense, but I'm just like, I'll take the dog and I'll take that team in this spot. I don't really know. Anyway, moving on to our next game. Um, This one feels like a classic trap right here, folks. Chicago Bears visiting the Detroit Lions. The Lions are minus eight at home, which makes sense, but you'd also think that should be bigger. You know, it feels like that should be double digits with how bad the Bears have been. I think they get Justin Fields back, which is worth something. I think this is a 50-50 game. I think the Bears, you know, do actually have a small shot at winning this if Fields can go off. Like, the way they played against the Commanders a few a few weeks ago on Thursday Night Football was a very impressive version of the Bears. I think that offense could do a lot for them if they can take pressure off the defense as well and they can play more complimentary football. They have a chance of being a decent team at a certain point when they keep adding talent. You know, they have Montez Sweat in the building now. That helps. Um, they're still just not there yet defensively, though. They really don't have much in the defensive line still outside of him. Uh, they have some pieces in the secondary they've drafted, but it, those players are still developing, like Brisker. And uh, I'm forgetting the other guy's name. I think his first name's Kendall, but I don't I don't remember. I think he went to Washington. Um, but they still have some guys they got to develop and figure it out. I'll lean towards the Lions here, minus eight. I, I don't wanna don't wanna play with Vegas there and take the Rams. I'm just, or not the Rams, the Bears. I'm just not in the mood. Um, so yeah, that's my take on that one. Anyway, another game that could be another trap. The Los Angeles Chargers are heading to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Um, the Green Bay Packers are plus three at home. So I'm just going to look up the Green Bay weather real quick. This is the only thing I really care about. Like if there's decent weather in Green Bay um, for this game, I like the Chargers quite a bit. It's Yeah, it's not decent weather. It's going to be a high of 46. At least there's some sun poking through it looks like. So yeah, I, I don't really know what to make of this one. I, I like the Chargers. Um, I think they should cover, but they didn't last week. They looked great against the Jets two weeks ago because the Jets, you know, shot themselves in the foot, unlike the other team shooting themselves in the foot, which is usually what happens in Jets games. And so I don't really know. I, I I don't know if it's one I'm really willing to put on the card, but, yeah, Chargers minus three feels like feels like the play here. The Packers are just bad, and, and Jordan Love might just be bad, and they, they should move on and try to get a quarterback, honestly, if they can, if the Patriots, Giants, or Cardinals keep winning games. They should try to get a quarterback. But yeah, I'll I'll lean towards the Chargers there, minus three in that one. Not that I really care. I don't really want to watch. Yeah, It's not an awful game. I don't know why I'm shitting on it. Next game, the Dallas Cowboys at the Carolina Panthers. Cowboys are minus ten and a half. Cowboys coming off a Giants blowout. Cowboys often blow out bad teams. They had their bad loss against the Cardinals. Everything logical would tell you this is a Cowboys spot for another blowout. I don't know. I'll lean towards the Panthers plus 10.5 for absolutely no reason at all. They're due for another good performance like they had against the Texans. We'll see if they can make that happen. I don't really know if they can, and I don't really care. 
Um, but it is what it is. So we'll see. I just don't want to bet on the Cowboys, and I don't like big spreads, especially if they're favorites. So that's that. Um, moving on to our next game, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are minus 12 at home. Uh, yeah, the Niners looked great last week. They were our lock of the week. They sealed it. The Niners often are on another team that can beat up on bad teams very easily. They do a really good job of doing that often. Um, will they do it against the Bucks here? Not entirely sure. I don't think the Bucks are awful by any stretch of the imagination. But I do think after that last week win and Debo Samuel being healthy, Trent Williams being healthy, the Niners should keep rolling for a bit here. They do have Seattle on Thursday night football next week, so maybe they're looking ahead a little bit, and that distracts them and lets the Bucks stay in the game. But I don't see it. I think the Bucks are pretty bad. And uh, I think as long as San Fran can figure it out on offense against the Bucks defense, that's not horrible, they'll be fine. Because uh, the Bucks offense, for God's sakes, is not going to move the football very much at all. Okay. Next game, the New York Jets visiting the Buffalo Bills. This is an interesting one. Jets coming off a couple tough losses. Bills coming off a tough, 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 tough loss on Monday night to the Broncos. Um, Bills firing their offense coordinator. This is win or go home for the Bills, absolutely. Even if they win, I think their playoff chances are still around 50%. So it's back against the wall in Buffalo, which is crazy but something that I've, you know, been expecting to happen kind of one of these years. It feels like this is the right time finally after I think their best chance was was last year and the year before. But um anyway, the Bills are minus 7 here. I I don't want to take the Jets. I mean, I'm low on the Bills, but I'm low on the Jets too. Um as long as Zach Wilson's starting at quarterback, give me the Bills, like minus 7. I think they're going to be playing angry. I think they're going to be playing for revenge after week one. I think they're going to be playing for revenge after last week. I think they're they're just in a good spot to have a explosive performance. So the Bills minus seven is one I'm going to consider for the card. I'm not sure if I'm going to put it on there. It's a big favorite, but yeah, it's something I want to get on your guys' radar. I like the Bills this week. Next game. Whew, this is an interesting one, folks. We have the Seattle Seahawks. Visiting the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are plus one at home. They get Stafford back this week. They had a bye week. Had to rest up a little bit. Rams showed some good football, signs of good football earlier in the season. Couldn't put it together in recent weeks and had some backup quarterbacks in playing there. They signed Carson Wentz. That's when you know you're desperate. Um, Super interesting game. I like the Rams plus one. I just think they're due for a good game. I think Seattle's not very, very good. They got blown out by Baltimore two weeks ago. You know, they they kept it close with the commanders for a lot of that game last week and just did not pick up the pace until the third quarter. Um, I don't trust them. I don't trust the Seattle Seahawks in, you know, a big spot. And heading to L.A. is, you know, it's not the toughest place to go and play. I mean, half the stadium is going to be your own fans when you go to L.A. oftentimes. But uh, the Rams aren't bad. They're coming off a bye. They still have some talented players. They have a good coach who knows how to win games. Um, I'm sure his wife has delivered the baby already by now, so he's going to be on the sideline. And, yeah, I, I like the Rams in this one. I think they pull it out, but we'll see what happens. I don't know if it's going to go on the card, but I, I think it's going to go on the card, guys. Um, but we'll see. Next matchup. I think this is our Sunday night matchup, which is kind of ridiculous because it's not a very good matchup. It wasn't a very good matchup coming into the season. But the schedule maker said, let's fuck, fuck another game up. Let's Let's just ruin someone's Sunday night with the Vikings at the Broncos. Um, so this is an interesting game. I think the Broncos have been playing some good football. They're 3-1 their last three weeks. 
But that win against Buffalo was very fraudulent. And I think that if you're a player on the Denver Broncos, it has to be creeping into your mind after that that way the game ended. Like, we didn't really deserve to win that. And I think anyone with a brain on the Broncos knows that they got outplayed for most of that game. Denver just made, not Denver, Buffalo just made stupid mistakes, and that's what led to them having the chance to win. And that's just kind of what happened. Um, I don't know if Minnesota's going to make those same mistakes. They have a lot this season, a lot. I mean, they fumbled more than anyone else, I believe. They've had four turnovers in multiple games. They're still a playoff team right now, which is just blows my mind. They have the pastronaut, Josh Dobbs, just running the show. He's crushing it, rooting for the guy. Very likable guy from what it seems like. Um, so, yeah, I I like the Vikings here, plus the two. Uh, I'm not going to put it on the card or anything, but I like it, and I think it's it's a decent bet. So we'll see what happens. But rooting for the pastronaut, not going to watch that game. I can already tell you that much. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever said this, guys. I'm just not a big Sunday night football fan. I like Thursday night football, the idea of Thursday night football probably the most, just because it's almost a weekend. Like Thursday night's probably the best night of the week because, you know, Friday at work or at school, you're not going to do shit in class. You're not going to do shit at work. It's a Friday. You're probably leaving early to go drink or go play golf or go do some, some fun shit and... You know, in terms of school, a lot of Fridays when I was in college, I barely even had class on Fridays. Most semesters, I didn't. I was just chilling. I had three-day weekends most of my college, which was great. Um, highly recommend it if you can do it, obviously. Syracuse University, good for one thing, letting you have off on Fridays if you're a business or econ major. But anyway, we're getting off track here. I don't like Sunday night football. I don't like watching seven hours of football, commercial-free with Scott Hansen running me through everything, or multi-boxing games all day, and then being like, oh, let me just focus on one shitty game now. Like, no, my dopamine is taxed. You've gotten all the energy out of me. You've gotten all the football interest out of me you can, um, and now I'm supposed to just focus on one shitty game you have? Like, I'm good, and I don't want to watch football anymore. I want to do something else, and I probably have something I procrastinated on all week that I have to get done. For, for tomorrow, for Monday morning. Like, this isn't fun. I don't want to watch football. So, just my take there on, on Sunday night football in general. But um, it is what it is. Monday night football is honestly usually the best matchups too. As it is this week, perfect transition into the Monday night football game. A potential Super Bowl preview, especially with the Mark Andrews injury news. It's the, it's the, the Super Bowl rematch. Both teams coming off a bye. The NFL has set this up like a rematch at the Super Bowl, almost identical. Two weeks leading up to this game for each team. Philadelphia heading to Kansas City. Kansas City a 2.5-point favorite. So Vegas letting us know they think the Eagles are a half point better than the Chiefs right now, which I think is absolutely fair, just with the based on records. Um, although I think both teams haven't played their best football really all season. Uh, the Chiefs' defense has been carrying them as of recently. And the Eagles have just been playing good enough on both sides of the ball to squeak out wins, which... You know, it doesn't seem like a lot, but it is It is something that's tough to do in the NFL, as we mentioned earlier on the pod. Um, so this is an interesting one. As an Eagles fan, I don't feel super confident about this game, so I would suggest you take the Chiefs minus the 2.5. I also wouldn't mind, honestly, if the Chiefs beat us because if we meet them again in the Super Bowl, then it's going to be like, oh, we lost twice. Like, we are motivated. We're the guys coming in with the chip on our shoulder, and Kansas City's going to be like, oh, it's the Eagles. Like, we can beat these guys again. 
I think I think it somehow weirdly helps our Super Bowl chances if we lose this game. I don't know why. I'm not even going to address the celebrity news or whatever is going to be going on in the game because I truly am so sick of it, and I want the individual that is around all that news to pick someone in a different industry that is not football, maybe a basketball player, let the NBA run with this whole thing. I am, quite frankly, very sick of hearing about it. Um, and it's not something that I'm going to really let bother me that much, but it's like, we get it. It's going on. It's two people that are kind of the same person that have gotten around a lot and have been very public about they're getting around a lot. And I don't think that's going to work. I, th- I think both of those people, Travis and Taylor, need someone who is more low-key and is going to balance them out and has not had the most public you know, sexual and relationship life of all time like both of them have. I don't think you know, you put fire and fire together, you get a good match. I think it's going to go up in flames, actually. So, man, maybe Taylor should be paying me to write her songs at this point. But, yeah, anyway, roundabout version of saying, I like the Chiefs in that one, minus the two and a half, but I don't love it. It's not going to go on the card. So we just went through the NFL slate, and we did not take a whole lot of, of games. Uh, not a whole lot of games at all. I think we keyed in on the Cardinals, uh, plus five. Oh boy. Uh, we have the Cardinals plus five. We have the Rams plus one. And we were thinking about the Giants maybe for absolutely no reason. I kind of want to take it just to root for Tommy DeVito. But I don't know if I want to do that to you guys. And I don't know if I want people taking me less seriously than they already do. Um, yeah, we might go with the Bills. We might put the Bills in there instead. I think the Bills have a decent shot at just beating the Jets pretty bad. They haven't in a while at home. I think it's a perfect storm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, how would, are they going to move the ball in that Jets defense? If the Raiders could, they can. Um, yeah, they'll. I think they're going to go in and be so focused on not making mistakes that they'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, card is likely going to be the Rams plus one, the Bills minus the seven, and the Cardinals plus the five. So we'll see what happens. I still don't know what my lock's going to be. I'm trying to figure this all out, guys. Last week rattled me, but we're up to four straight locks hitting, which is pretty awesome. So, hey, let's make it five. Let's just keep hitting these locks. i got to find it this week, though, guys. I still don't know what it's going to be. So I'm going to get back to you on that. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. We're trudging along. We're hitting the holidays soon. Probably going to do an early podcast probably on Monday night of this coming week. Um, just cause I'll be traveling for the holidays with Thanksgiving coming up. And so, yeah, uh, everyone enjoy your thanks. Oh wait, no, we're not there yet. We're not at Thanksgiving yet, but everyone enjoy, you know, your last week, maybe try to eat a little healthier this week and weekend, just cause we're going to be stuffing our faces with awful food for the rest of the year. And I don't want to bulk right now. I don't need to put on weight. I'm good. I don't need to lose weight, but I don't need to put it on right now. I don't know about you guys. Not really something I'm thinking about that much, to be honest, though. You know? So, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah. Once again, thanks so much for listening, guys. Look forward to releasing the card. And, uh, yeah. As always, you know, ride with Lock Jesus, people.